I'll have to record this moment because Nora's just come back with a salami sticking out of her mouth. Like, is that like pepperoni? Yeah. Algie's <laughs> version is so fucking good. <laughs> and a baby bell. <laughs> oh, I can accept a baby bell, but pepperoni. Oh, I know. I know. It's basically pig's dick, but I don't care. It even looks like a pig's dick. Uh, it, well, if a pig's dick's that big. I'll have it. <laughs> it's very thin, though. It might hit your A spot. Oh, yes, that's true. It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off the limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no holes barred. Hi, Laura. Hi, Vic. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Laura's just got back from a run, everyone. Who is this woman who sits before me, having been for a fucking run? Going for yoga tonight. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Two exercise sessions in one day. Oh, uh, I know. It's badly timed. Okay. I'll, I'll forgive you. Hmm. How's it going with the um, exercise front? You feeling like it's making you feel better? Yeah. I don't know. I guess so. You know what? I can't, I find it hard to get into the mindset to do exercise. Yeah. And sometimes while I'm doing it, again, it depends where I am on my cycle. Sometimes I'm like, oh my God, I can't be fucking asked to do this. But other times I'm like, oh my God, yeah, I'm so pumped for this, man. But I, I actually love exercise. Exercise, it is, you know what? As somebody who it suffers quite horrendously with just being a lazy bitch, I find it difficult to get motivated because generally speaking, I'm just like, I'll just sit on the sofa and look at my phone. Yeah. But yeah, it does... It's important to just do something, move. Like you don't have to run. You don't have to plan to do a marathon, but just to move Even and get your walk. body doing something that it's not done before is very valuable. It's very valuable. It's very all valuable. part of the um, the wholesome, all-round nurturing of our minds and our mental mm-hmm. health and our bodies. Mm-hmm. Looking Maybe. after oneself is incredibly important. Looking after oneself. <laughs> we must think of oneself first before we think of you the other It's so true because if you're fucked, then everyone else around you that's dependent on you is going to suffer as well. So well, it's, the, it's the whole oxygen mask analogy, isn't it? Yeah. If you're on an aeroplane, you have to put your oxygen mask on first. That's what quite a few people have said to me, and it is incredibly true. Yeah. You you know, regardless of what that oxygen mask might look like, whether it be I'm feeling really shit today, I'm feeling really vulnerable, or whatever the fuck it is, to just know, okay, what do I need to do to make myself feel loved right now or looked after? You don't have to feel better, but just to feel... I'm not alone or whatever the fuck it is your head's going through in that moment. And that's really hard, which I know like both you and I know that, don't we? Mm. That's really, really hard. I mean, I don't obviously want to go to like, let's go to the Depressianis. But <laughs> it's, it's just self-discovery, self-worth and um, self-care is so fucking important, regardless of what that looks like for you. It's really, really valuable. I do. Well, I, I think it's good to talk about this stuff as well because it's just normalising it all as well, isn't it? I think a lot of people are going through shit post lockdown now. Yeah. You know, a lot of anxiety, mental health is just fucking rife. No, man. And a lot of people are feeling completely alone. Yeah. In it, you know, like I'm the only person going through it, and it's like, oh my god, no, we're You're not. You, we're we're all not. In it. It's almost. Yeah, it's, it's. I think it's 
it's really hard to to sort of sum it up really or, or even your own feelings because mm. we've been through the really horrendous worst bit and now this is the aftermath of it and mm. it's all kind of petering out and things are going back to normal slowly and life is kind of feeling like more normal whatever the fuck that means but it is, isn't it like we can see people we can go out yeah. we can go out for lunch whatever but it's like what's the long-term impact of all of the last year and a half actually going to be on us all? Because mm. it's definitely, it's definitely altered my psyche. I feel. Yeah. Mine too. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In, in some ways in a positive way, because it's really made me uh, prioritize the things that are actually really important to me and make me feel good. Like you're saying, like all self-care, blah, 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 but also like my kids and everything and just feeling just show, just feeling a bit more grateful I think maybe for what's in front of my face the immediate things that are in front of my face but it's getting to that grounding moment isn't it because sometimes like you can be grounding yourself every single minute of the fucking day of like that continual loop yeah of, oh my god I'm okay no actually I don't think I am okay fuck I'm not okay no I am okay and like going through that cycle it's it's really exhausting isn't it yeah and then you know am I enough am I a good enough mum and uh you know am I doing enough and all that kind of shit and I just think you know what if you're thinking it you're not a shit mum yeah if you're aware that just shows a level of self, self-awareness if you're not thinking it and you're listening right now you might need to question yourself babes <laughs> yes <laughs> Oh my god, we started this off it's so deep already. We've only been alive for five minutes. <laughs> I know. I don't know whether I like this deepness. Quick, make a funny joke. Quick, just say tips. vaginas. Yeah. <laughs> right, so there's no fact today, Laura. Oh, well, that's very disappointing. So I'm relying on you to give me a saucy little icebreaker. Well, don't you worry. I will. Don't you worry. I'm just gonna read from this list that was pre-prepared for me by somebody else. <laughs> Okay, so Victoria, yes. I have an icebreaker for you. Icebreaker, icebreaker. And the question quandary icebreaker is what's the one word, if you could, that you would get rid of? Oh. Oh. I thought you were going to say, what's the one word that you just use constantly for the rest of life? And immediately, before you even finish the sentence, I was just going to say, can't! <laughs> Mine would be um. Um? Um? um. What you mean? Um. That's not a word though, is it? Why not? It's more like a hesitation, isn't it? I say um all the time. The amount of ums that I have to edit out of this goddamn podcast. I bet I say it all the time too. You don't say it at all, but you do do this. You do this a lot. Do I? (laughs) (laughs) It's when I swallow. (laughs) Well, what a neato little trick I've learned about myself. In between the two of us. It's basically just like this. Um, 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 um. I think we could make a track. <laughs> we definitely could. And, and remix, remix. Gonna hit them with the remix. Honestly, it's hilarious. But yeah, that's that's what me and you do. I'm an ummer and you're a uh, a ticker. That is. Don't know what that is. Don't you call it? Uh, right. One word that I have to get rid of. Oh, that's really hard. I, I, mm. there aren't many words that I find sort of offensive, and not in like an offensive of like the meaning of it or just the sound of it. I'm not really that, but I love the English language. I, I love it. There's so many wonderful words. Mm-hmm. I can only think of ones that I love. Uh, what about you? Have you got one whilst I think of mine? I think mine would probably be like young kids slang talk now. Okay. So like re, which means throw it backwards. 
How would you spell that? Exactly. Reet. I believe it could be R-E-E-T. Reet. Reet. But you've got to say it like that. I don't even believe I've got it correct, actually. You're such an old lady. I'm going to get rid of some of the slang that the young people are using these the days. The young people saying these words <laughs> and they are just not funny at all. Um, um, you know, I know a lot of people, yeah. see, we both, I'm then. I know a lot of people really hate the word moist. But I have absolutely no, that tell you, that gives no offence. That does not uh, offend me. I used me. to. What is it about it that people don't like it? Oh, it's a, it's a bloody TikTok phenomenon, isn't it? Oh, the REIT thing. No, I've literally never heard of it. Well, my son says it a lot. Have you got TikTok? Yeah, but I, I haven't been in it in about nine months. I get it taken down all the time, so I just don't bother. Yeah, me too. I shared one of like me just thrusting my minge in some jeans. Oh, like, don't this do that. It's sexually inappropriate. It's like, what? There's half naked girls on here, you twat. Exactly. It's completely acceptable for half naked, very toned, beautiful girls running in and out of water in fucking yeah. thongs and their tits hanging out the bottom of their bikinis. So I, I just, and I'm not jealous of their bodies. Their bodies are beautiful. But also, so is somebody that doesn't look like that. And they shouldn't have their shit yeah, taken down. Exactly. So it is morally wrong. I mean, I'm going totally off track here, but I just, uh, what about the whole filter thing uh-huh. over the weekend? So over the weekend, um, Laura shared a filter that's on, just available on Instagram when you're doing stories. Was it the perfect face? I one? don't even know what, what it, was it was called. I was just taken aback, you know, everything... I think it's I think it's actually called perfect face. Enhanced lips, thinner nose. Oh, it was mm-hmm. insane. It's like it makes you look like a completely different person. So then I obviously, you know, because you're oh, such an influence. Stop. <laughs> I ran away. I was like, oh, I'm going to have a little go. Let's have a look. Took a picture with the filter and then took a normal picture. And the difference... It's not... It's not... You can't no. even compare the two. Like, what the fuck is that doing to mm-hmm. our self-esteem just having that stuff available at your fingertips like that and it it's kind of it, i looked at that photo of me without the filter and was like oh my god i look so fucking yeah. ugly and rough today the bags around my eyes my eyes are so dark well, you know i i have the i have the wisdom i suppose of being 38 years old and the life experience mm-hmm. and the you know my own sense of self-worth to not let that shit eat away at me but if i was 14 and I was using that. Oh my God, horrific. It would send me under. I was so self-conscious about everything. I was really bad about my teeth. I had people pick on me about my teeth all the time. I was called, you know, goofy and all sorts. So like my teeth were a huge thing for me and, and apps like that would have been destroying for me. I, so I, I shared it and then I had so many um, replies from, you know, my followers and uh, lots of them have young mm-hmm daughters that are 10 11 12 teenagers whatever and the just the overriding message that they were sort of sending was that their daughters or their stepdaughters whatever these young women young girls will not post an image of themselves online without a filter on because that's how self-fucking-conscious they are of the way they and actually there are look. apps that will make you look slimmer, that will make your bum look bigger, that will make your hips look smaller. They need to be banned. That will basically completely and utterly alter how you look. And the worst thing is, if you had the surgery to match that image and you use that filter again, it would Correct still you. alter your yeah. image. So... It wouldn't ever turn, the app's not going to turn around and go, oh my God, high five, yay, you made it to the perfect yeah. club. 
that athlete's designed to change you every single time. So when is enough enough? I just found it really depressing. And it just made me really Mm -hmm. fear for Edith because obviously I have a daughter and just, what can we, you know, you're a bit like, what can we do about this, man? Because they've they've banned the use of filters in Norway now not allowed to use them Good. if they're used on any on any picture you have to disclaim it that part of the world are just fucking on it aren't they i know they're so they're so forward thinking we need to all go yeah. in Norway. um but like what do you i just i just i felt really helpless in a you know sometimes you just feel really really helpless about society and and mm-hmm. whatever you do is just so insignificant because i also think not not enough people understand not understand it but they don't acknowledge it as an issue so then that's quite sort of you know that the cycle then can kind of continue and it's fair enough like us as what we do and obviously we have a platform and we talk about these things and say how shit they are and blah 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 but we're 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 old to them to the youngsters that Mm -hmm. use them and it's like oh god so so completely out of date yeah they're not going to listen to us they don't give a shit what we're saying no if we were to go into school and they'd be like talk to the kids and you even if you were to say fuck cunt and prick and they'd be like oh okay they swear they're they're just cool old mums (laughs) That's what we are. That's what we'd be They're saying. just cool old mums, them slags. Yeah. Because yeah, because we swear. I don't know why that makes me cool. Maybe that's why we do it so much, because we think that we're really cool by swearing. We're cool. Yeah. And I listen to rock and roll really loud in my car and I'm like, oh yeah, kids, you hear? But they're all listening to that fucking grime. Oh, I do like a bit of grime though. I, d- I mean, really, I am so out of date with what grime is. Is grime rapping? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. To me, grime would be like pendulum and a bit of, you know, bit of uh, drum and bass. Oh, yes, that's brilliant. Also, oh, grime. You fucking grime nanny Belvin is out in force today. I don't like the word mix. What's this grime nonsense? Is it rapping? Um, it is. It's like is it the awful noise that you hear coming out of the children's bedrooms now. It's kind of quite specifically UK as well. It's like a UK's version of rap. Um, I still haven't come up with this word then. I can't, I genuinely... Oh yeah, shit, I forgot I asked you that. I can't think of a word that I don't like. I'm sure one will come to me at some point, but right now I am saying, I love every word in the English language. And I'm saying I am bordering on being a granny because I don't like the new fandangled words that kids come out. I don't like an acronym. I don't, I don't like an acronym either. <laughs> Fucking hate acronyms. If you're going to say... Sorry, did you hear yeah, that? That, that sounded like a weird that little frog. Up. Yeah. Hang on. <laughs> Let me do my little click. Um, <laughs> got what I'd say. I'm so over it. I'm so over it. Whatever the fuck we were saying, it's done. It's done. It's done. It's I mean, done. you said fangdangled. Fangdangled. Yeah, now, that's old. a word that needs to be kept. Yeah, that's Hello. a good word. Fandangle. Yeah, I, I don't mind anything. I'll even have a bit of moist. I'm happy with a bit of moist. I use it quite frequently. It's a good word. Moist. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It makes me cringe a little That's, bit. Isn't that the most hated word? But I can't say I'm precious about it because also at the same time, you've enlightened me. With the moistness. believe that moist is just a word. It's just a word. It's just a word. And it's whatever you represent that word with. Yeah, I mean, you know, nice little juicy moist piece of cake. Yeah, Steve laughs at doo-doo. <laughs> like, I do do that. And he's like... 
You said do do that do. means poo. I would do. Uh, so moving on from the fact that Victoria clearly dislikes nothing and I dislike everything, um, here's a story for you, Vic. Are you ready? I'm ready. It was open. Uh, when I was 19 years old, I'm now 27, flat shared with my then best friend, I was seeing a guy who at the time was a virgin. We finally did the deed and been meeting for several weeks. One night he came to my flat. We had some dinner. Things quickly moved to the bedroom. After having sex, he removed the condom and placed it on the floor next to the bed. I assumed this was just while whilst we were having a cuddle and he would place the said condom in the bin afterwards. During the after-sex cuddle, weird part where you feel obliged to cuddle but also sweating your tits off and need a drink but just lay there slowly dehydrating. <laughs> That's in brackets. I don't know why, but when something's in brackets, I feel like I've got to read it really quickly. I heard what I can only describe as a slurping and chomping noise. I instantly knew what was happening and shot up. I had a cat who had recently had kittens and were in the process of finding new homes. One of the kittens had got into the bedroom, I'm assuming following the scent of the condom, and proceeded to chomp down on the condom contents and all. The guy realised what was happening and tried to grab the condom out of the kitten's mouth, but it broke off. Oh, no. And he was left with the opening end of the condom in his hand and the kitten with a tummy full of condom and cum oh. inside. <laughs> I was in full-blown panic mode and watched the kitten like a hawk, too embarrassed to take it to the vets. After a day, the kitten went for a poo and trailed out its shitty bum was a condom <laughs> with the cum still safely inside. No the kitten was absolutely fine and found a home later on. That is disgusting. <laughs> How the hell did it survive in a cat's stomach? Who's a cat's stomach can literally disintegrate bones. Well, I'm guessing that, you know, condoms are very durable. Durex, mate. They, they can be, you know, they can deal with very hostile situations. <laughs> it's, just, it's just the thought of that, the, the guy, he was a virgin and he had just ventured into life as a... Sexy man. You know, as a sexy man. <laughs> and there he was, balls out, hairy and probably splayed across the bed. Trying to rip a condom out of a kitten's mouth. I like the fact that he let. I just imagine as well. He laid it on the floor. It feels very ceremonial. It does. It's like ah. Maybe he was going to keep it, pin it on the dashboard of his car. <laughs> you could turn it into a little air freshener, couldn't you? You could, yeah. Maybe take the spunk out and fill it with something that actually smells nice. <laughs> Depends on depends on if it's your thing. <laughs> or the disbank. <laughs> or did this bunk. He could have worn it around a necklace as a, you know, this was my ceremonial first semen ejaculation. I'll tell you what I saw, which I just think is so mental, is that you can have your breast milk turned into jewellery. Yes, I've heard about that. Why? Wow. To be eternally linked to the fact that you once lactated. <laughs> Just not a priority for me. The jewels of lactation. There was not one moment in my breastfeeding journey. I was like, oh, do you know what? I would love these no. beads of milk around my neck for eternity. And it's also when someone goes, oh, did you get that from H. Samuels or Argos? And they turn around and go, no, darling, that's my breast milk. It's actually my breast milk. What the fuck do they do to it? They must put like resin in it or something, right? Anyone listening right now with a lactation necklace around their neck. Good luck to you. We're so pleased that you kept your dried breast milk. I, on the other hand, didn't. I let my nipples scab over and was done with it. You could have kept the scabs and made them a nice pair of earrings. 
Oh, I could have, couldn't yeah. I? I could have had resin round them and then people would be like, oh my God, where are they from? And I'd be like, well, that was the cross from my nipples. <laughs> They're so multicoloured. <laughs> um, what about like, do you reckon you could do it with discharge? But you can guarantee there is a jeweler somewhere that takes vaginal discharge. I reckon I could just make my own. I don't even need any resin. I'll just leave it on the windowsill to dry. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap it around your neck once it's dried out. Good to go. I'll be like, what's that hanging from the window? It's my inner. Have they, have they tight? Yeah. <laughs> Why does it smell so bad in here? <laughs> <laughs> it smells like a whale's vagina You know what, I was going to say a whale's vagina Great minds think alike We've also clearly watched Anchorman too much Oh, our vaginas smell like whales <laughs> One of the two <laughs> Mine definitely smells like a whale um, I don't think, I, I feel like I didn't really delve into my um, fanny situation enough last no, week No, no you didn't We just took the piss out of your gynecologist name It was very mysterious It was, yeah So, um, not that So for a while I've had a very itchy fanny. You know what this makes me laugh talking about it? Because I haven't really said anything about it on Instagram. It's a proper thing that I've got. It's like a, a medical condition. Because all I, I know that if I share this, anytime that anyone meets me now in mm-hmm. the future, the first thing that they will think is what my vagina looks like. They probably think that already because you have actually done a video of your fingers <laughs> imitating your vulva talking. <laughs> So the fact that you think talking about your itchy fanny would make them think of your cunt is beyond me. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. There's more of that to come, by the way. I've got a full-blown music video that's in production. I can't wait. (laughs) I do love seeing your lips. (laughs) So, yeah, so I had this itchy fanny. It was fucking, like, mad itchy, but not in a thrush way, because it wasn't, you know, like with... Exterior, not interior. It, well, no, no, it was It was in the vulva area. Uh, yeah, but was it the outer lips? No, it was internal. Inner. It was oh, internal. Lord, that does feel thrushy. But not up my badge, do you know what no, I mean? Yeah, like yeah, just, yeah. What is it? Um, the minor labia. Le, le, minor labia? Isn't it too? There's like... Oh, the thrushy bit that doesn't man. go up inside, basically. Yeah, it's just you that that's kind of <laughs> pincing around inside your flaps, that bit. Yeah. But it wasn't like thrush. And I went to the doctor. No, in fact, it was all COVID. So I couldn't go to the doctors. I just kept having phone calls with them. And I kind of looked it up online um, because it was just going on for ages and like kind of sending all that shit wasn't working. Anyway, I spoke to the doctor. They were like, it's thrush, gave me antibiotics. Yeah, 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 yeah. So one day I decided to have a look because I thought, <laughs> it's so itchy. There's got to be a reason for this. So, you know, as we've said in the past, I'm very in touch with my vagina. So mm-hmm. I thought, right, let's, let's go and get the torch out. Let's get like torch out. Let's have a little scan. And, <laughs> there. and what I was met with, Laura. Because I'll be honest with you, when you said, I thought it was your outer lip. I didn't realise it was the inner lip that had no, changed the discoloured. Inner lip. So no, so it, there's there's been some coloration changes. To- <laughs> I mean, big time. Um, so stranger things open the trap doors yeah stranger things that's exactly what it is to have a look um i was confronted by just just white mayhem very white flesh which was really disconcerting so it's like oh my god almost like a a chicken breast that's been sat on the side in the sun too long that kind of look 100 you know probably a caged chicken that didn't live out any kind of exactly so it's seen no fresh air this thing yeah 
um, been pecked to death by its <laughs> comrades. <laughs> And uh, there was just batches of it that were like a different colour. That would they terrify were... me. Yeah. I mean, in that moment, were you really terrified? I was terrified. I thought, oh mm. my God, I've got some sort of disease of the minge mm. and I'm going to die. And that will be on my gravestone, died Death of by minge. minge. Death by minge. Um... <laughs> she got minged. <laughs> God. Um, so yeah, so then I, I just went online immediately. It was like, why have I got a white vagina? <laughs> oh, you didn't look in the Google images, did you? Because that no, would be I didn't inter- look in the Google that images. Been but I ran with Doctor back up and was like, hello. I don't think it's thrush because it's staying white. Because sometimes you can get like a bit of white weirdness, like yeasty weirdness when you have thrush, but it wasn't that. There was no like wiping it off. This is this is like actual pigmentation has disappeared. Yeah. It has evaporated up my hole. I don't know where it's gone. It's packed um, its bags and gone away. It's packed its bags and left. Like Paddington Bear. <laughs> <laughs> what was that um, Nelly the Elephant? It might have been Nelly the Elephant. <laughs> Maybe your fanny somewhere in a circus. I am Victoria Eames, fleshy pigmentation. Mate, I, I feel like it's worthy of a freak show. Let's put it that way. <laughs> um, so I wrote with the doctor again. I was like, yeah, it's just now, it's different. And that's not what it normally looks like. And obviously my first thought was, is cancer. Because, yeah. you know, you read about it, it kind of changes, blah, blah, blah. And Google is like the worst person to ask, even though it's not a person. Yeah, but I had I had no other symptoms. That's it. It's literally like everything is normal. And it's itchy. Except it looks like my vagina's been petrified so much that it's lost all pigmentation. <laughs> you know you get that when like people seen a ghost. have a fear and then they lose, like all their hair just turns white. Yeah. That's essentially what happened. It got struck by lightning. That can also turn you white, can't it? <laughs> like your hair instantly goes white. As me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, then so it was just so backwards and forwards with the doctors. They were really not very helpful. So I just decided to go private and because I was worried. Mm-hmm. So I got a private consultation with Dr. Fanny. Dr. Fanny. <laughs> Dr. Fanny. Um, and then went and saw her and I kind of had an idea of what it was. And uh, yeah, she confirmed what I thought it was from my extensive Google research. And it's called Lichen sclerosis or something weird like that and it's a form of dermatitis in your vagina well you know what Vic I think it's very important that you share that because there might be other people out there that are going through something similar and feel like they're the only ones and they're not they're not we can be in the Casper (laughs) Casper the Kunk club oh my god you know what there could be people that are listening to this right now that are being educated in there and they're going to google what you've just said and gone, fuck my life. That's why my vagina turned into Casper. Yeah. And there, there, there we have it. So that's what I live with now. It's never changing back. It's always going to be a little. I mean, is it weird that I want to see it? No, I will probably show it to you one day. I'd be quite happy. It's, it's, it's really bizarre. It's very strange. It's proper white. I just, yeah. Like someone's tipexed my vulva. (laughs) I need to see a tipexed vulva. (laughs) Get it out. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit dead vibe that was like, oh, yeah, that's going to be it for life now. That's never going back. Because once the pigmentation's gone in your skin, it's not coming back. You know what? How often are you actually going to see that? I don't see it very often. No. So there you go. It's not often you pull the back cave open, is it? Sometimes I'm like, oh, shall I see, shall I see how it's getting on? <laughs> Let's just have a little check in on her. And I'll be like, yeah, it's still the same. Yeah. 
So that's, that's yeah, that that's my vaginal journey um, that I went on in COVID, just to add to all the stress and the worry. Um, but when I, I did say, I talked about it a little bit on Instagram and said it was like this dermatitis thing. I had loads of messages from other women that said that they had the same thing, which made me feel better mm. because I thought, okay, I'm not, I'm not the only one. You're not the only and one with the... White-lipped little... I could end up with it. You never know. Yeah, it's, of course, you can. anyone can get it, but it's more prevalent in women. And it's actually something that a lot of women get when they're older. Oh, great. Because it can't, oh no, it can be associated with um, dryness as well. But I haven't had that. So mine's moist. You're, you're still moist, moist. Down there. I like how you felt quick to be like, oh, I'm not dry yet. I'm not dry yet. I'm still well lubricated. <laughs> But it's still, oh God, so honestly, the itching sometimes is mad. So they they prescribed me a course of steroids. So I use, so I've got now Arnold Schwarzenegger Minge. Um, and then, they, so they gave me a course of steroids. And then the other thing they gave me, which just felt so kind of like so undignified, was a vat of Vaseline that I would say is and about put a Vaseline the on. size of my fucking head. <laughs> Only when it gets itchy. So if it gets itchy, you have to put Vaseline. It's like, it's just, it protects it. It, it creates like a, a layer over it. Does Vaseline help? Well, yeah, it's just petroleum jelly, isn't it? So it's like, it's just providing a little vaginal shield. Does it not feel like when you put that on though, it's like a slip and slide down there. Like your lips are just like. <laughs> well, no, because it's quite thick. Yeah, it's quite thick though, isn't it? Sometimes I'm going to be like, oh my God, am I turned on or is it just that bed of Vaseline? I just But if you, if you, so yeah, if you've got any symptoms like that, if you end, if you see any pigmentation or you have like prolonged itching that isn't thrush related, go and get it checked out. Well, I just, yeah. And even if it is thrush, because I think there's a lot of women that don't treat thrush because they feel ashamed. Like, I don't want to go to the chemist and have to ask for canistin or buy it. So they don't do anything about it. Yeah. Natural yogurt will also help. It will help. Not but Greek have, style if, it, or but if it's a prolonged flavored. thing with anything, it's like the same when I used to get cystitis every fucking five seconds, I'd look at a penis and have it. Oh my God. Just talking about my lubed up binge. I actually had sex the other day. Did you? I think I was inspired by you. <laughs> Because I had sex. I was like, oh, Laura's had sex. I better have sex now. Was it an enjoyable experience? Oh, it was fucking fantastic. Oh, see, I don't do day sex. Why not? Because we, we're, we're, ne- we're, yeah, we're, never, we're never together without the kids in the day. Well, it's only because he's still working from home. So it was like, he was on a, a, an online training course thing that was just so boring. I was literally falling asleep, listening to it. And then um, he had an hour lunch break. And uh, I, I came into the room where he was working. I was like... Hi, Rob. What are you doing? Because I'm not I'm so shit at, you know, initiating these kind of things. I don't, normally, I don't even know how it happens. I just normally walk in naked and Steve's like, okay, that's good. I know, yeah. I know, oh, I know what this We're is. on, we're going. Yeah. Um, and then because I was like kind of laughing a bit and he was like, what do, you, what do you want? I was like, what are you doing? He's like, why? And he said afterwards, he's like, I genuinely thought that you were going to get me to come and do some DIY. <laughs> No, for once it was something <laughs> once. a little bit more exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Although you did get to use your tool. <laughs> oh, it was bloody fantastic. I told you I sent you that little vibrating cockering thing. Yes. Not, I didn't it send it to her after we'd used it as like a weird token of something well, strange. I would have that would be that would be oh, odd. I would have accepted it gladly. <laughs> I would have licked it. Try it oh. and then send it back. You know, sharing is caring and all that. (laughs) 
But um, yeah, we have a little vibrating cock ring. I cannot recommend it enough for you clit sim slags. Although Laura said she doesn't even get to the point where it gets on the penis. She just uses it on herself and then yeah. Steve's redundant again. Yeah, once again, poor old Steve. No, it's fucking great, mate. I didn't even use any hands. There was no hands involved for me. I was up here doing jazz hands. <laughs> I might have to get it. Would, would you say it's up there with other things, with the things we won't 100%. name because we constantly name them for free and we're not naming yeah, them anymore? Yeah, because also it's like, okay, so you know when you normally have sex and you're using uh, whatever, yeah. a clitoral simulator, they, they, they're quite hefty, aren't they? They are. They get in the way. So they get in the way and you can't really do like, you couldn't do a missionary. Not no. that, I mean, missionary is boring, but yeah, I quite like it when I can't be bothered, but you couldn't do that. Whereas this, because it's like, it's like, it's like literally, honestly, Laura, it was so fucking good. You put it on first, it's, the two times that we've used it, it's probably the two best times that we've ever had sex. Oh my goodness. And we're, you know, really far into our relationship now. Afterwards, we were both just like, holy moly. Like, <laughs> reminded us how much we fucking love each other as well. Because it was like, yeah. it was so good. Felt just, yeah, it was fucking brilliant. Um, Highly recommended. Yeah, he said it's really good. But when he's got it on, before he's penetrated you or anything, it's because it's vibrating, it makes his willy, like the end of his willy, like a vibrator. <laughs> Really? So because is that he's strong? It's sending the vibrations down the See, now mine wasn't ever that, the one that I've got wasn't that strong. Oh, I'm, I'm investing. Get one. Get one. So good. We had an excellent time. <laughs> what a lovely time. And yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Because then once you're done, you're like, oh, I really can't bother to do this again for a while. No, oh no. I, I think it's made me want to have more sex because it's so fucking good. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm not kidding. Like, I never, ever, ever climax from not using my hands or no. having some sort of something else going on and rob was just getting the rhythm man he was he knew what he was doing so it was kind of like i was like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it was great the whole thing was fucking fantastic i'm ordering one and that's yeah just proof that even though oh, i've got no pigmentation in my vagina <laughs> He's still i got can lubrication. still lead a lovely sex life yeah with an understanding husband who's got a fetish for ghosts <laughs> Uh, mate, I think we've waffled on so much. Oh I think God, we're just going to have an agony on. All right, let's just have an agony on. I think we've... between my vaginal woes and then the cock ring, that's enough chat in it. Yeah. Sexy chat. Um, I just, I just, you know what? I, I really get the fear that my father-in-law listens to all of this, FYI, because he's so supportive of everything I do. And like he voted for us in the podcast or something oh, like that. Oh, oh my God, please. Please, don't tell me that you listen to it. Well, the thing is, he'll never mention it, so you don't have to. It's so true, but you know, next time I see him, any family gathering, walking, here's V, here's V. Oh my god, we haven't seen you for two years. How's your vagina? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Ryan Reynolds is doing the CBB's bedtime story just for all of you slags out there. Let's go watch it. Ryan Reynolds, let you be. Oh, he's so fit. He's so fit and he's so funny. It's like he's the perfect combination. But him and Blake are so happy together. Oh, don't. You know? You don't want to ruin that. You don't want to come in between that kind of combination. I'd like to come in between them. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Okay, so I've got a little agony aunt for us today, Laura. I've missed these, actually. I do love a little agony aunt. So she's put, dear Deirdre, how perfect. Love it. I have had a fuck buddy for three and a half years. We have amazing sexual chemistry, but we are not relationship compatible. We are both okay with that. The first time me and him did the deed, it was terrible and I faked it so as not to hurt his ego. Been there, 
been there. I didn't have the confidence back then that I do now. As a result of me faking it, he now thinks he's some sort of sex god. And that makes makes me drip like a fucked fridge. (laughs) (laughs) I've tried gentle guidance, watching porn and tried to do the whole sexy dominant thing and tell him exactly what to do to turn my vag into a shooting star. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes I'm mentally writing my shopping list. So my question is, do I call the whole thing off and tell him that I no longer want my organs rearranged by his womb raider and face the awkward conversation that will follow? Or do I stick with him? Any advice would be quite would be great as quite frankly, I'm sick of playing orgasm roulette. Much love, kiss kiss. Well, it doesn't sound like they actually do have great sexual chemistry. No. Because if they did, then that, yeah, that sounds like his ego is a little bit bigger than his penis. (laughs) It really does. Um, I'm going to say it's been going on for three and a half years. I'm going to say... Just fucking put it to bed. Yeah. And like, you don't even need to say, look, I'm sorry. Sometimes I don't orgasm and I feel like I have to. Like, if you don't feel comfortable doing that, just say, actually, this isn't right for me anymore. I've developed. I'm different. Because you know what? You know, when you're, I've been in that, I've I've had many... I don't even call them not relationships. What are they? It's not an arrangement. That sounds too weird and formal, but I suppose situations that have arisen that are like that with a guy where actually... I've, I've some of the like best sex that I've had in my whole life is with people that I haven't connected with emotionally at all. Yeah. But the sex has been like explosive and been fucking amazing. Cause I guess you're not expecting to get anything out of it. Yeah. And that's not what you're there for. And I don't mm. know what it is. It's, it's like a, it's like, it, it is like a bit of a tension between you of you not, not being compatible. So there's like a little bit of friction, which maybe just fuels the, fire in your lines but it dies out and then when that's dead then there's nothing left because no. you're like we're totally not compatible with each other at all um so i would just say end it and i've stayed in those scenarios for a long time and i do think that in, by being in them you are with you're not going to be conscious of it but you are preventing yourself from meeting someone else and establishing a good connection yeah and meeting someone else that you're going to like really connect with as well I, I say move on move on how does she how does she do it do you think she just says look this isn't working well if it's just a fuck buddy scenario there there's never longevity in that I mean three I think three and a half years that's is a, a really long time, long time to really just be time. mucking around normally someone along the line will be like oh I want to take this a little bit further or call it off so the fact they're still doing it three and a half years in I think that alone, you could be like, I'm, I don't, this isn't working out for me anymore. That's a lot of your time and energy, isn't it? For years. Even if it's just casual sex. Yeah. And I don't even think you owe like a massive long conversation about it. I think no. you just owe yourself a bit of honesty of being like, oh, I don't, I don't want this anymore. And it's, you know, it's not you, it's me. Yeah. But she shouldn't have to blame herself to make him feel better because then it's just massaging his ego even more. It's like, well, this has been going on for too long. It's obviously not going anywhere. Let's just end this because we, what are we getting out of this anymore? Because it's yeah. not even, let's be honest, that great sexually. Yeah. So what's the point? I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you, sister. I've had loads of really, really shit sexual encounters. And it's all, you know, sometimes it's come from someone that's really surprising. Although I don't know, maybe it isn't surprising because they're really charismatic and really good looking and you're like oh my god this is gonna be smoking hot yeah and like they've got the talk and then it beyond that but then I think sometimes it's like they can believe that they're so good at something that 
that is they're enough disillusioned yeah they're completely disillusioned because actually they're, they're not as good as they think they are but nobody's got the heart to so we're constantly massaging the male's ego you know but would you say something then because i've been in that scenario and i've now i've never i haven't said anything this is where i'd find it really difficult i don't think i could no because you just feel so awkward how do you turn around and say to someone you're inadequate because that's effectively <laughs> what you're saying isn't it you're a shit kisser performance was not on par I, I like mucked around with a guy who I worked with and I've fancied him for ages. Like, you know, we always had a lot, there was lots of outrageous flirting that went on. And then one day we finally got it, get it on. Um, he kissed me and I was just like, oh my fucking days. It was like being stabbed with an angry wet worm. <laughs> Like angry wet worm. <laughs> it was horrible. Like what? I don't even know what's happening. But then, do you not think that because there's it's different courses for horses? Is that the same? So there could have been a girl that would be like, "Oh my god, this is so sexy," and they'd be into it. Do you, ah. just, do you not? Do you know what I'm trying to say? I do know what you're trying to say, but I don't know who that girl yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> Because it could be that she's like, oh, wow, this is like amazing. And she's feeling it. And she's like proper. This is this is so hot and steamy. And then the next person be like, this is fucking horrible. It just it was all round terrible. Didn't know what to do. I didn't I didn't have one orgasm with him. And I had sex with him quite a few times because I was kind of like, oh, he's really nice. And yeah. I fancy him. But then, yeah, it was just terrible, terrible, terrible. The kissing It's like he just opened his whole mouth. Just kept his mouth open. Like it's not he's trying to resuscitate me. What like a gar- a fish gasping for air? Yeah. With the <laughs> with the angry worm. <laughs> I was like, fucking put it away. Maybe off. it was like a fish that was choking on a worm. <laughs> <laughs> That's his kissing technique. That 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 feels right. That feels yeah. accurate. But he did he said to me, uh, just talking about, you know, because you have like these conversations about your past sexual experiences, whatever. He was like, You're the most sexual person that I've ever been with. I was like, Yeah, fucking, of course I am. Damn right, bitch. I'm the most sexual person you're ever going to meet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, get away, worm face. Well, I mean, just, just to round up the answer of that, I just think it's not worth it. On. You've invested too much time already, babe. Move on, meet someone else. And you shouldn't you shouldn't have to sacrifice yourself, which we say a million times over. And that's so fucking difficult because it's easy to turn around and go, you shouldn't sacrifice your happiness. But we're all doing it to some extent, aren't we? Yeah. We're all having to do that sometimes and whether we want to do it or whether we don't want to do it. So it's not an easy situation to find yourself in and then confidently and comfortably turn around and go, I'm done without there being, it's just so awkward. Yeah, or saying this isn't good enough for me. You need to, you know, do this or do that or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, both sounds like she's tried that. She's saying try the whole sexy dominant thing. It's just, I just think some people, like you said, just aren't, they're just not compatible sexually. No. They're just and not. And I also think if you've been, I don't know, maybe I could be wrong, but three and a half years to be in a relationship, not in a relationship, but in a sexual relationship with someone and to have not found yourself attached via any form of feeling. Yeah. That's a speaks volumes. There's lacking. That's a lot that lacking. That volumes. Yeah. Yeah. Because normally by that point you would be thinking, actually, I kind of like you. Knock it on the head and send him a copy of the Karma Sutra. Yeah. With Done. massive arrows and circles <laughs> as to this what you believe will make it successful in the future. 
<laughs> I've just realised that. Um, so in this house, in my new house, uh, everywhere the children that used to live here just drawn on the walls. There's just drawing all over the walls. But there's a drawing on the wall in front of me, and it actually looks like a massive fanny. Does it? Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure you didn't do it? Yeah, maybe I did it. Actually, yeah, it was me. It was me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Right then, that brings us to the end of this. Well, I mean, there's been some serious revelations. It's been a bit of a roller coaster today. It has, hasn't it? We've been a bit up and down. We started off very, very... Somber. Somber. Very to the point. Hard hitting. And then we kind of went up. Yeah. Still don't know what your word is. No, got no word. No. Um, so, Mitchin cirrhosis. <laughs> she, yeah, you I hate that word. You've got, you've got a, a, a flesh-eating fanny disease. Got a flesh-eating fanny disease. Or pigmentation. I don't even know what it is. It's, yeah. It's there. It's just there. And it's not to so, be ashamed of. No, it's fine. And it's, it's just been a real up and down, you know? I feel whole. I feel whole when your face is in front of me. I can't wait to touch I'll, you. I'll fill your hole. <laughs> I bet you will. <laughs> Why have I got to take it there? Because so, that made me sound like a fucking nasty man. I bet you will. I bet you bloody will. Um, yes, me and Laura are planning to hopefully meet in person Yay. in the next couple of months because we have met in person, but only oh, twice? Three? Three times. Three times. Three times. Which is it. mental because oh, no. like... You are one of my bestest friends. But it's because we Don't see... Don't say it, it because... or anything, that won't hurt at all. BFFs for life. <laughs> it is it's because immersed. we see each other as well. Because we record this with video, we don't show that, but it just makes it nicer, doesn't it? Yeah, and I miss you. I miss you too, man. We're going to have a proper day. We're not even going to do a podcast. We should do a podcast record yeah. together at some point. We're not coming all the way to your fucking house, though. No, I know. No, we want to go out into Borough Market. <laughs> we want to go to Borough Market and have some posh food, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're going to go. And I'm going to get some olives. Oh. So um, excited. So, yeah, I hope you enjoyed that, Slags. Oh, and we should also say thanks so... Oh, glad to swallow then. Thanks so much to everyone who voted for us in the um, British Podcast Awards. Oh, yeah. It was fucking like, overwhelming. Oh, so of overwhelming. It's lovely. So thank you. Yeah. And I feel so fucking proud of it. Yeah, me too. So fucking proud of it. Really proud of what we've what we've created, Vic. We've birthed a bloody beautiful podcast. All you beautiful bitches <laughs> and bastards. Because we know hopefully men my father-in-law does not listen to. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. Let's all pray for me. I am um, okay, so if you want to send in any of your stories, your agony aunts. Um, any questions you have for us uh, whatever you want really send it to Laura well they can send it to noholesbarredpodcast at gmail.com and you can also follow us on Instagram with the same name as well we're there you'll see our faces if you search for us and join us in the polarity that is our social media presence I mean we hardly do anything on there do we but it doesn't matter but every so often we do, and it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> you do. Um, and I'm going to plug it because, you know, Laura refuses to do this now. Uh, right and subscribe. Right and subscribe, if you so wish. I feel like we need to turn that... I don't like an acronym, and yet I feel like we need to turn it into an acronym so we're not saying right and subscribe every... R-A-S. 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 No one's going to remember it, so we're just... Rass us up. We're going to have to say right and subscribe anyway. 
uh right subscribe and we will see you next tuesday see you next tuesday bye bye, bye.